Hello. Everyone seems to have high blood pressure, but what does it mean for you? What are the complications? And what is it really? Listen to find out. This is the CPR for Life podcast with Drs. Sagar Doshi and Zach Harmosis. We specialize in both lifestyle and emergency medicine. This is the show that explains your health problems and how you can undo them. Quick disclaimer. Even though what we say is evidence-based, we don't know your specific details. So this is just for education. Make sure you talk this stuff over with your doctor. Welcome, everyone, to the next chapter and how we're going to do things on CPR. Like we mentioned before, we've noticed that it would be really helpful if people could understand more about the things they're diagnosed with. And if they can understand more, maybe they can understand more about what to do about it. So for that, let's talk about high blood pressure, because high blood pressure is a huge problem in this country. Half of people that are adults in this country have high blood pressure. In fact, if you're over 55 years old, you have a 90% chance of getting high blood pressure. That's such a crazy high number. I don't think people realize. Yeah. It's one in every three American yeah, it's, adults. It's actually funny because when people come to the emergency department, they're you know sixty five years old and ask them if they have any medical problems, and they have never seen a doctor in the past you know twenty years, and they say they don't <laughs> have any. And I'm like, I bet you do. <laughs> and hypertension is kind of always the one that's creeping in the back of my mind because almost always they have hypertension. Yeah. In fact, it is so prevalent. I'm guessing the same for you, but tell me, when I see an elderly person come in and their blood pressure is normal, I get worried. That something is going on and dropping yeah. your blood pressure. <laughs> Either that or they're very compliant. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's so normal. And, and when you see somebody who's, you know, in their, again, 60s or 70s, and they're legitimately not on a blood pressure medication and they see a doctor, you're just like, really? <laughs> are you sure? Like, are you checking? <laughs> it does it does look normal here, doesn't it? Oh, this is so strange. Yeah, I guess I believe you. And we also see, I mean, the horrendous complications, the emergencies that come from high blood pressure. And they come in all sorts of disastrous flavors. They do. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking the acute complications, um, so in the emergency medicine world or the medicine community in general, but particularly for us, I suppose, because we should be the first contact for most of these, these hypertensive emergencies. Uh, you know, so a lot of times people come to the ER and their blood pressure is, you know, 180 over 90. And they're not having any symptoms. And that doesn't so much worry me. But if you come in and your blood pressure is 180 over 90 and you're having crushing chest pain or you can't breathe and you have pulmonary edema or your kidneys are failing and you're not making urine or you can't see or you're having a headache that concerns me for bleeding on the brain, those are the things that I go, uh-oh, you know, this is yeah. this is a problem that's related to your, ele- your elevated blood pressure. And you're right. They, they can be nightmarish. And by the way, pulmonary edema, for those that may not know and those who haven't had it, is just fluid buildup in your lungs. Right. Your blood pressure gets so high that your heart's trying to pump against this elevated blood pressure, this elevated resistance, and it can't. And that fluid backs up in the lungs, and you can't breathe. Yeah. And we'll probably talk about heart failure later on in more depth. Yes. But it gets crazy. I mean, are there any yes. stories that stand out to you about just very memorable cases? Uh, I mean, I just, yeah. I mean, there, there's a few of them where, and it, it should preface this with it's hard to parse out which ones are due to elevated blood pressure or which ones you have elevated blood pressure because of the disease process itself. Because you've got a lot of people come in with strokes and their blood pressure's, you know, 180, 190, and you're like, well, is it the high blood pressure? Or is it 
you know, the, fa- the fact that they're having a stroke, we know causes your blood pressure to go up because there's a compensatory response that happens in the body, which we won't talk about. It doesn't so much matter for right the second, but it's hard to necessarily figure out which one's which. Because also you can imagine if you- Sometimes it's chicken and egg. Right. I mean, you can think if you have a hard time breathing and you, because you have pulmonary edema that's been, you know, that fluid building up in your lungs over time, you're pretty anxious and you're gonna, your blood pressure is going to be elevated. So is it, yeah. is it- Or if you're having an asthma attack, you're pretty anxious right. your blood pressure may be elevated. Right. So it's sometimes hard to tell the difference. Um, but I can think of a few cases where you've had people with, you know, a hypertensive encephalopathy, their blood pressure is so high, they're getting too much pressure into their brain, basically. Uh, and, and they can't think clearly and they're they're confused and those are those are tough cases you need to be act really really yeah. aggressively to lower the blood pressure but you can't lower it too much at the same time it's it gets a little tight sad to say that this is not so uncommon that it's no longer special but yeah <laughs> it happens frequently enough that i'll see people coming in sweating oxygen levels half of what they should be blood pressures 250 over 130 and we'll talk about what those numbers mean in a moment Mm -hmm. and just you can hear them gurgling as they breathe Mm -hmm. and it takes some quick action and with quick action a lot of the times we can help these people breathe easier and not have to be on a ventilator but that happens all too often and then i have can know so many people that have come in acting goofy with really high blood pressures again Mm -hmm. you get a scan of their brain and what blood is supposed to be inside the blood vessels not outside the blood vessel Mm -hmm. and big splotches of blood on that brain Mm -hmm. all cause that all these things can be caused by high blood pressure in fact just having heart chest pain in general sometimes can be caused by high blood pressure but other times it's chicken and egg yeah and even if there's so many things even if you look at so hypertension as a cause of these things so we're saying, you know, 95 or 90% of people above the age of 50 have elevated blood pressure. And elevated blood pressure hypertension is the most prevalent risk factor for stroke, if you look at some studies. And up to 64% of patients who have stroke have hypertension. Um, so, you know, the people who are acting, either the, either the hypertensive bleeds, you know, the intracranial hemorrhages, that you the one that you just described, or the ischemic strokes where you have lack of blood flow to the brain caused by long-standing elevated blood pressure, uh, those are most commonly caused by elevated blood pressure. So, yeah, I mean, we, we see these all the time, unfortunately, these, these long-standing complications from, from elevated blood pressure. Yeah. And there are other things that can be caused by long-standing high blood pressure. You could have heart attacks like we talked about. You can have dementia. Mm-hmm. People may not think of it because it happens so slowly, but you can have dementia. Mm-hmm. And no longer know the people around you. Mm-hmm. from this being a problem you can have kidney failure you can end up on dialysis yep which is not a fun way that's, to go and i didn't specifically look it up point, but that's you know your years are limited that's got to be one of the number one causes of of renal failure you know between diabetes and hypertension i mean how many patients do you see that what happened to your kidneys when you ask them why they're why they're on dialysis and they say blood pressure and some of these people are in their 30s and 40s yeah yeah when i see those people in their 30s and 40s that is yeah hard just the number one reason yeah that they tell me yeah and you know if you look at the cdc statistics that in 2020 hypertension was considered the number 13 cause of death in america uh causing 42,000 deaths but heart disease caused 697,000 deaths and was the number one cause of death but we know that hypertension is a risk factor for heart disease of any kind 
So I don't know if you put those those data together. In 2019, hypertension was part of the cause of death for 517,000 deaths in America, which is over half the deaths. Uh, so it's not a small cause of death in this country. And if you look at the cost, the just the financial burden, what it means to families, uh, it was $131 billion per year for a 12-year period uh, back in the early 2000s. And that's being calculated out now. But ending in 2014, it was $131 billion per year. Uh, and that's not small especially for something that the drugs to treat elevated blood pressure are not very expensive traditionally, at least the the old long-standing ones. So a lot of those are complications from it or dialysis treatments or other things like that, uh, that the cost is, is huge. If we're looking at the number of people with untreated hypertension, and we refer that or we're specifically talking about dialysis, approximately 80% of people who are on dialysis had had hypertension. So Almost everybody. That's huge. Yeah, almost everybody who's on dialysis has hypertension or has had hypertension. And then you've also got to consider that when your kidneys start to fail, it increases your blood pressure for other reasons. And then three out of four people uh, who are on dialysis are attributing or the the underlying reason for their need for dialysis can be attributed to either blood pressure or diabetes or a combination of both. Um, it's hard to parse out because a lot of these people kind of have a lot of things going on. But Suffice to say that hypertension is the number, probably the number one cause of, of requiring dialysis in this country. And if you don't know what being on dialysis consists of, it's no fun. Whether it's hemodialysis where you go into a dialysis center three times a week uh, to get your blood cleaned out and put back in because your kidneys don't clean your blood anymore because they just don't work because you're, whatever happened uh, to your kidneys, in this case, elevated blood pressure has ruined your kidneys. Or you have to do peritoneal dialysis where every day you're hooked up. Uh, for hours a day as your as your dialysis machine cleans out your kidneys so it's, it's just not a fun process yeah and then you, that doesn't even mention the procedures where you have to get yeah wires and tubes stuck inside of you and just live that way and when they get infected or they stop working then you got to get new ones inserted into a different place and there's surgeries for that and just it's miserable and if it's avoidable then it should be avoided and that's when i talk to people sometimes they tell me that I've heard this line a lot, which is I ask, do you have any medical conditions? And I hear just the usual stuff. Everyone gets it when they're old like me. Like what? Oh, like high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease. And that's a hard stop where I look at them and say, that is not normal. That is it. This is almost entirely avoidable for most people. Let's, let's keep going. But I just want you to yeah. know that that is not normal. Yeah. There are countries and places and populations where you go to and this is not an issue at all. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it is kind of sad that you I never really thought about it like that that that's it's just considered normal here. You just accept the fact that you're going to get you know, diseases that you don't have to get because of the way that we live. Yeah, it's kind of fatalistic mm -hmm. that people think that it's outside their hands and that's why we're doing this to realize, hey, this is in your hands. Whether you do something with it or not, that's up to you. Right. But, you know, we should probably define what the heck high blood pressure is, because a lot of people don't know. They think it's some numbers. They don't know what the numbers mean. So can you tell us exactly what the heck high blood pressure means and what these numbers are even looking at? So basically, you're looking at resistance in your blood, right? So you're looking at how your blood flow goes uh, and the amount of pressure that your blood vessel walls are having exerted on them when your blood is either being pumped or when it's at rest between pumps so that 
that top number you always hear about that 120 is your systolic blood pressure systolic is the phase of the heart where the heart beats squeezes blood comes out and it pushes the pressure high and then it comes back to rest while it's relaxing the filling stage of that that big ventricle of the heart that's pumping out blood and that's the bottom number so think of the bottom number kind of like the resting state of pressure and the top number is when your heart's actively beating right so yeah if you decrease resistance if you decrease uh about the amount of pressure there your blood pressure goes down and of course there's problems with having it too low but in this case we're talking about high blood pressure and then there are certain numbers uh that are associated with you know stage one stage two elevated blood pressure and, and do you know what those are yeah so anything 120 over 80 is the typical most people if you want to get real technical about it you want that top number to be 115 mm-hmm. but 120 over 80 you're doing good once you start approaching, you know, 130 over 80, okay, now you have high blood pressure. And this is the time when to really try and kick in all the stuff that we'll talk about later to try and not be on medications. But once you get to 140 over 90, you may need medicines mm-hmm. to control your blood pressure or at least buy you time for those other things you're going to do, those lifestyle interventions to work so then you can come off the medications ideally. And what these numbers are, just like Zach was saying, it's the amount of pressure and it's how much pressure is pushing up uh, mercury in a little tube. And if anyone is old enough to remember mercury thermometers, it's the same mercury. It's that liquid metal that will move upwards. And this is just how much, how we decided one day, some famous scientists that were very smart decided that this is going to ha- be how we're going to measure blood pressure, that you're going to stick a cuff on the arm and however much force it takes to move this liquid metal up these are the numbers that we're going to use so 120 is the number of millimeters so that's 12 centimeters so boom you're normal if your blood can push liquid metal up 12 centimeters so just now you know these numbers actually yeah mean something yes that is correct why we use mercury i have no idea yeah i don't i don't know who knows like you said they're smarter than we are so i'm not going to who might have questioned them <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's all they had Maybe water was not available, was not useful for <laughs> some precious, other way. Maybe they're out west, a precious resource. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've gone and we've just talked about some disasters with high blood pressure. We've talked about what blood pressure really is and what the complications on a routine chronic basis are for blood pressure. So let's pause there. And when we come back for the next episode, let's actually dive in more to how this even happened. Because again, people, it's not normal. It's not a regular part of aging. It's not like needing eyeglasses. So how did it happen? How did it get caused? Join us next time. In the meantime, remember, the way you live can save your life. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a five-star review. It helps others find this information too. Also, remember that if you need some help with your health, you can find us at CPRHealthClinic.com.